All right, Modern Problem Show. Davey Love in the house. We got a big show for you tonight. We got Michael McGlone, but let me introduce you to our cast of character. <laughs> we got my co-host extraordinaire. Give it up for Laura Merrill. What's going on, everyone? Thank you. Mike Tepper, the hot stepper, couldn't make it tonight. He's at the dentist. He's getting a new diamond grill put in his mouth. You know, like those ones that you put on hubcaps that roll by. He's going to open his mouth and his teeth are just going to roll and be like drive-by hits, drive-by shots. Uh, Tonight's show is sponsored by... The Remedy. The Remedy is located at 43 North Colony Road, Wallingford, Connecticut. They have all your CBD needs. Uh, If you don't feel like going in because you don't like Wallingford, I don't blame you. Go to (laughs) theremedy.care. Also, Hi AF Coffee. You like coffee? Have you had the coffee yet? Not yet. I have to figure out how to cold brew it. (laughs) But I'm looking forward to it. There you go. Hi AF Coffee. She's got amazing stuff brought to you, sourced by our good friend Alexis Fox. Yay! HiAFCoffee.com. Get it there. Put modern ModProb 10 in there and save 10% off your order. There's some love for you. Who else we got? Fitness Swank? Fitness Swank. How you like your Swank gear? I love my Swank gear. Are you doing that at the Trooper Fitness? I'm well. I do it when I go to Equinox. I cheat on Trooper oh, every you, once in a while. You don't want to throw the fitness swag in their face. They might think you're too bougie, right? Exactly. Exactly. Oh shit! All right. <laughs> I understand. I understand. I don't wear fitness swank at all. Uh, I have a fitness swank mask though. Oh. Yeah. So I wear there that. There you go. <laughs> I, I do support. I do have a t-shirt too, and I wear that once in a while. Um, but the it's more yoga pants and oh, yeah. active wear for women. You I know? couldn't imagine you in that. <laughs> no, no. Steve did try to get me into it. Oh. I never heard of some guy ever trying to get in my pants like that before. <laughs> active wear. Active wear. Active wear. Active wear. All right. Who else we got? Uh, oh, Mindful Serenity Healing. MindfulSerenityHealing.com. Get your chakras aligned. Get that when I get that feeling, I want some spiritual healing. <laughs> I call Soramar Estrada. She's down in Tulum. She does video chats. She told us we should come to Tulum and do a show. <gasps> that would be amazing. Yeah, I told oh, her yeah. if it's on her bill, I'll be there. Beachside, yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Otherwise, see ya. Wouldn't want to be ya. Have fun. Uh, also, go check out my boy Russ at Papa's Pizza. He's such a good guy. During the pandemic, when people were struggling, he was like, listen, if you don't have food, come down here. I will give you pizza. You don't owe me anything. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. And this was before anybody else was doing it. And he's like, you're a nurse. You're working in that. Just stop by. I will give you free pizza. Nice. I love that guy. Uh, Also, Antonio's in Beacon Falls. Chris Sitaro, we used to do our show in Ansonia. Yeah. Beacon Falls is too small, though. for us to hold us there. We would blow that place up. I love Chris, there. though. He's oh, yeah. The Good mac people. and cheese pizza. Chris is my oh, man. God. He was my roommate in boarding school. Was he really? Yeah, we went to Spain together. Oh, I could tell you stories. Oh, boy. Total craziness. Um, yeah, so that's who we have. And we have Michael McGlone tonight, who's a good friend of mine. And I don't even know how to describe him. He's, there's so many things. Multi-talented. Multi-talented. Actor, comedian, musician, uh, musician singer, 
um yogi yeah yeah i guess yogi we're gonna find out yeah. about that you know i don't know maybe he knows uh hey boo boo i don't know that kind of yogi <laughs> hey yogi hey boo boo hey <laughs> maybe who knows uh but we're gonna call him in a little bit stay tuned Hello. Hello, Michael McGlone, Davy Love from yes, Modern Problems Show. Yes, sir. Davy Love, how are you, man? Good. How are you? Oh, well. Good. And Laura Farrell, is she on the line? Yes, I am. Hi, Michael. Hey, how are you? Good. How are you? So well. Good, good. Good to meet you. Likewise. Yeah, we're excited for tonight. It's been a long time, man. Since... It has been, man. How many years? Uh, I think that was like 12 years ago that you were in studio, but we oh had done some goodness. other stuff. Yeah, that was a long time ago. Those were my fat days. Wow, I know. <laughs> I, I I called you out on your on your chub in that interview. Oh yeah, you felt bad, and I was like, no, no, it's yeah, funny. No, I, I just I, I I wanted to be sure that it was all in good fun and that nobody's getting hurt, you know. But I I I, I felt that I had to take the opportunity to just call you a fat slob, <laughs> and I did, and it was wonderful. Oh, I, in in reflection too. I'm watching that video and I realized not only were you such a big fat slob, you also had a plumber's butt. I, I did. That. Did you see that part of the video? Oh yeah, I left that in there. I left that oh, in there. Oh, it's so good, man. I, I wanted to you see- You were just failing on so many different levels in the best way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If I'm gonna go out in a blaze of glory, it's gonna be a well, shit yeah, I mean, storm, you, you know? You take failure to such an extent that it becomes success. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> that actually you're such a failure you're actually succeeding that's how that's how great you are at it. i'm winning at failing <laughs> but i'll tell you man in in, in acknowledgement of, of your gains you look fabulous and i'm so happy you dropped that weight because i know that made you very happy and you've done great work man oh thank you man thank you you're welcome thank you um but yeah man I, it's been a while like we've done so much i was telling laura about the time i saw you in the off-broadway uh show we went and hung out in the city and then uh playing at daniel street with your band mm. a lot of good times we had daniel street wow in milford yeah that was the that was is that milford that's yeah milford. okay that not was milford. norwalk All right. yeah not milford. norwalk okay awesome yep yep good well, stuff laura's played daniel street I have, I have with my so, band. So, Laura, you're 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 a singer as well. Well, I used to sing um, with cover bands, basically in Connecticut and New York and things like that, and I did that for a number of years. But um, and then I switched into photography. So, um, but you never know; music always creeps up. And well, it's there and it's in your blood. Yeah. I, I discovered your dad's website the other day. Yeah. And was delighted to see. And and hear what I did there, and there was this fabulous picture of you with him. Yeah, and it was very you had it in your profile picture actually. That's what led me to the site. Yes, yes, yes. It's beautiful. Yeah, thank you, thank you. You're so welcome. Yeah, we were very close. <laughs> Indeed, as well you should be, and I'm sure you still are. I, it's my faith that physical departure does not connote spiritual absence. Yes. And I know your father is still present yes, in yes. your life and even in this conversation as we're invoking him. Oh, yeah. A beautiful soul. Yes, yes. Thank you. I, I'm so, You're so welcome. Uh, Davey put me onto your music, and I must say, I'm blown away by. Oh, I love that you love it. It's amazing. I was listening to some of it on Spotify, and I was like, wow, so soulful. And like, 
you're just so multi-talented and and Thank i'm just you. like blown away by that i was like wow this there's nothing this guy can't do exactly <laughs> <laughs> i'll tell you i it, it, in the arts i have been given enthusiasm to create in a variety of ways and it's such a blessing because i love doing them all as you probably know from when you're when, when you're working in photography and, and when you're right. singing as well yes that it is a spiritually nourishing event to be creative oh yeah and the fact that you can do it on a regular basis is a gift it's an absolute blessing and i'm i'm delighted and i'm so happy you're aware of the music now do you remember what you listened to um it was like Oh, I can't remember the name of the album, um, but it was when you go on your Spotify, it was just like the first stuff that popped up and I was just like, oh, okay, okay. totally, totally awesome. blown away. Just listening. I'm to so it. happy you enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. And on, a, on another week, we can get back to this subject because there's a lot to talk about here. I'm sure though. I have to acknowledge one of my favorite moments from the interview that you two had with Penny Barber was you asking the question, Laura, does the diaper actually get filled? <laughs> I had to ask. I had to remark on that because it was so courageous of you to ask that question that I'm sure a lot of people were wondering. I had And to you ask. took one for the team and you said, I'm going to ask this question and I'm going to find out. And oh my goodness. Wow. It was great. Yeah. It kind of went wild after that. <laughs> it's like, it's like you open the gate. You I open did. the gateway. It's like, oh, we can talk about these things. Oh, then Great. Let's do it. She started oh, talking. She opened Pandora's box with that question. <laughs> I was like, okay, you can definitely ask this question. I'm gonna play neutral because if I open up, it's gonna they're gonna go crazy. So I'm not gonna oh, I'm gonna keep great. it contained. And then we tried to keep it like rewind her back, and then she went wild. Oh yeah. And now that interview has gone viral, picked up by all these adult website magazines yeah. and blogs. Oh, I'm so happy. You guys deserve <laughs> I, 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 not the Alexis legendary Fox? status we yeah Alexis Fox is a good friend of mine yeah good friend so of mine. Are, are, are they local there or do you know them from other professional affairs or what are the connections <laughs> with these people um, Ale Alexis do you have a career Davey you... <laughs> well you know you... Davey Love you know that's how <laughs> yeah, I got my you name you got the name hey, now. <laughs> um, no I, I uh, interviewed Sylvia Sage who is a porn star comedian years ago uh, and we became good friends. She's a stand-up comic, very successful, been in the New York Times about it and all that. And mm -hmm. then she's good friends with Alexis Fox. Alexis Fox owns High AF Coffee, and they're one of our sponsors. And I became good friends with her because they don't talk about all the crazy stuff like Penny Barber talked about. <laughs> they're talking about other stuff, and then that that stuff just breezed on in there, you know? Penny oh, Barber see. was like off the floodgate rails. <laughs> that was old school Modern Problems radio show <laughs> interview. Right, right. <laughs> I was like, oh, man. I even told Laura, I was like, I think this interview is going to be probably the worst one we ever did. <laughs> and then next thing you know. We, but it exploded. It did. It exploded. It definitely exploded. Well, it just shows you how much people want to hear discussion, comfortable discussion about adult subject matter. Right. You know, right. I think a lot of people have interests in that that they're either ashamed of or they feel guilty about or both. And it's frankly, as long as nobody's getting hurt, it's only to our benefit to talk about anything and everything 
in our minds and in our hearts. And the adult world is one that people get so tentative about because of their own their own hangups. Right. And so I think that's I, I think that that's probably why one of the reasons that why the interview is so widely embraced because people are. I mean, we were joking about it, but to a, a large extent, too, it's very sincerely meant that when you ask that question, Laura, I'm sure a lot of people felt decompressed because <laughs> they admire you. They think, oh, well, Laura's a, a, a wonderful person and she's asking this question. So it's, it must be OK to ask that question. And, <laughs> and, and that, that's helpful to people. It's very helpful to people. She pulled that one right out of the diaper bag. Because <laughs> you were so in earnest. And I'm listening to this and I'm thinking. First of all, I love that she wants to know this. That yes. just is fabulous. <laughs> and, and and secondly, that she's asking so we can all know now. Right, right. Right. I, I was like that. I was like, hey, you can ask that question. You'll be good with that. She had a go bunch of great questions. Um, but I was like, try, I, when I told the PR firm, I said, listen, you know, we're different now. I'm not in the Modern Problems radio show like craziness anymore. I was like, we keep it like professional and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, okay, no problem. Penny Barber will be perfect. And I'm thinking, okay, you know, one diaper joke might not be that bad. And whoo <laughs> boy, it just came all out. That it's a one. diaper discussion panel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. We had diapers here on the table. <laughs> Steve brought them in. Did you really? Yes. Yeah. The, yep. the guy, Steve, our, one of our sponsors, Fitness Swank, he was all interested into it. So he came on and he had, di he brought diapers here. So... So did was, he know, did he did he just know she was coming and that that was one of the fetishes that she yeah. works with and so he brought them or, yeah or... yeah he did he 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 doesn't know anything about it but he was interested so he didn't even he actually went to a whole bunch of different stores and got diapers oh he went out during the interview he went on a diaper run no he did <laughs> <laughs> no he did it before he did it before and then he... oh okay so he knew he knew this was a layup he knew he could oh yeah he knew put it was those diapers to use but she she slammed the layup down like you and i we're all three sitting here thinking that's a layup layup for him we all look good no she was asking what brand it was where did oh, he yeah. go in the store is that an avn one and he was like i think it's brand sm and she said you mean small and I just lost my shit. Oh my goodness, yeah. brand SM. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I think he was thinking like sadomasochism, yeah. you know? Like. Right, right, right. Because that's where your mind is going with stuff like that. Yeah, right. I mean, like you gotta what, be a pro to know that SM on that diaper means small. I mean, who who would want that though? Like sadomasochism, like that, like where you're actually literally gonna shit your pants, you know? <laughs> well, well, I'll tell you, man. I, I, I've learned a few things from the adult industry, and one of them is that as far as fetishes go, it's anybody's ball game. Mm, that's true. There is something for everybody. It seems true. there was a there was a comic actually who had this great bit, and he said, "If you have an interest, if you have a sexual interest, I guarantee you there's a website for it." I guarantee you. It oh, doesn't yeah. matter what it is. There's a website dedicated to whatever perverse thing you want to do right. to yep. yourself and with somebody else. Now and there's OnlyFans, and now you're getting like amateurs doing this, you know? Yeah, <laughs> Just people make and that's such a huge market, too, the amateur yep. Yep. market. Yep. Oh, my goodness. Wow. 
Yeah, especially over the pandemic, it's like a lot of girls <laughs> went for it. Yeah. Hysterical, right? Oh, Started yeah. making money off of feet. Increase their viewing through this health crisis. This oh, yeah. one woman, and I'm not going to judge her, but I'll just say that she was the same size that I was during that interview when I had the plumber's crack, but <laughs> sweatier and longer hair, blonde, but mm-hmm. a little bigger than me. She makes a hundred and fifty thousand dollars a month taking pictures of her feet that's it with like flowers in them and shit and like you know like and she makes 150 grand a month a month a month so yeah it's it's insane so i agree with you there are people i'm gonna start putting flowers in my feet and take some pictures I, Laura, maybe we can collaborate. Maybe you can be the photographer. You can yes. photograph with daisies there in them. There we go. Yes. And I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Is there a male version of this thing that can There's work? There's something I, I'm for not everyone. Sure. You call yeah, it could be. Feats could be. of fury. <laughs> oh, my goodness. 150K a month. Yep. Yeah. Masters wow. of the feet. So wild. So, yeah. so tell me, what's going on with with the show now? With the, with the two of you, I know Laura, you have your your photography career, and Davey, you have modern problems. And it, are there other things happening simultaneously? Or is the show taking up all of your all uh, of your attention? The show's taking up uh, a lot of my attention. Um, I'm emceeing shows. Uh, I'm going to get back into stand up comedy again. Um, Great. Uh, I've been doing acting. A couple things are like shut down because of production, so I gotta wait for that. So that's okay. on hold. But okay. uh, yeah, you you actually influenced me to get into acting. You know, I always liked it, but once I talked to you and stuff like that, I realized. And it wasn't saying I could be better than you. There's no way. But I was like realizing, like when I listened to you when it, during that interview, and as I got to know you, I realized, you know what? You just gotta believe in yourself, and if you enjoy it, you gotta go for it. And I got that from from the inspiration from talking oh, man, to you. I'm so, so happy to hear that. Because that is that is what I want when I talk to people about the subject of personal evolution. Whatever you feel the greatest amount of elevation about in your life, pursue it and believe in yourself at all costs. Right. And right. I'll tell yeah. you that currency is it's the only currency you need to succeed. It doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. If you have faith that you can do it, you will do it. Right. And you guys just got to do the work, which you, which you know. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. But you, like I said, your, your inspiration was what inspired me to do the whole thing. Oh, that's an honor to know, man. Thank you for sharing that with me. You know, like all the stuff, like we joked around about and so many memories and I like, they were all great. But the one thing that you wouldn't have thought of was the whole inspiration that you gave me to follow my dreams, no matter what anybody thinks. If I enjoy doing them, then fuck everybody, that's right. and that's, that's that's what I did. <laughs> yeah, right. I was like, indeed, man. Holy shit! I was like, I had the car, but you gave me the keys and put gas in it, and like <laughs> started pushing it and making it drive. You know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Well, I'm you, so happy to hear that, man. And I'll tell you, I will, I will put in, and I will add to it this that f the ones who are coming at you with any kind of discouragement. But I will say that there are more people than you might know who really want the best for you and see you do something that they want to do and also can become inspired. And one of the purposes, well, the, 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 the sole purpose, I believe, of our time here is to be on the highest level 
personally so that others can also be on the highest level personally and spiritually. Right. It's all connected and it's all the same. Right. And the people, frankly, who want to discourage you are coming from a place where they're listening to what I tell people to ignore. They're right. obviously doing that because they wouldn't discourage anybody else if they were living the love that we're that we are blessed to be able to live. Right. And it's it's fabulous, man. I'm so happy that you're you're pursuing that and doing that. And I want to know about the, the comedy too. Are you going to be in Los Angeles at all with that? Uh no. I haven't like I gotta do a comedy festival in uh New Jersey. Um the Hoboken Comedy Fest. And uh yeah. there's a couple of shows that uh my friend Rich Aronovich uh, is is doing in the city and stuff like that in the fall, and I'm gonna open up for him. But I'm like not gonna make an announcement to anyone because I don't want to freak anyone out and like get all the attention. I want to just kind of do it, you know. And then yeah, it sounds good to me. Yeah, yeah that's great. the way I look. Are you at gonna it. have footage of it though? Will I be able to see it? Yeah, there'll be footage of it definitely. And cool. I, I I, I'd be very through. interested in that if it remains convenient. Please definitely. share that. I, I would definitely love to will. See it. Definitely will. Well, I'll definitely have impressions. They're not good. They're not as good as your Christopher Walken, but you know, they're, they're <laughs> Tell okay. me what they are, man. Thank you for that. What 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 tell me what impressions you do? Uh, I do like uh, Kermit the Frog's angry. Oh, Kermit's fun. Yeah, yeah, you did that. I think in our interview. I did. I did. <laughs> uh, that one is always good, you know. I have I have a bunch of other ones, but Kermit's uh, I always do like a little bit on uh Kermit's angry brother, you know, like that no one knows about. He didn't get adopted, you know, like Kermit did. <laughs> that is great. And just he has the same voice as Kermit. Yes. Oh, he totally does, but he's a motherfucker, you know. <laughs> <laughs> David, I love it. That's so good. He likes the hookers. They show him love, but it costs a dime, you know. Oh my goodness. And Maybe what? you can get some diaper material in with the crazy Kermit brother. Oh yeah, you know, and unlike Kermit, he goes hi ho, and he means hi to the ho. You know, <laughs> oh hysterical, so good. Yeah. And do you, do you, do you do any live action people? Do you do any any human beings? Oh yeah, I do. I, off the top of my head, I can't think of it now, but yeah, oh, okay. I do. But I you do. have you have a, a list of, of oh yeah, cool. definitely, awesome. definitely, definitely, cool, but not as good as your Christopher Walken, but. uh getting to you now well you've yes, done sir. you've done so much amazing stuff from a guy mm -hmm. who went to fairfield prep and mm -hmm. and then uh took off brothers mcmullen uh the bone collector mm -hmm. um she's the one all those then then like the geico commercials were fucking legendary but my, Thank you, man. my like of all the stuff and everything is impressive all your acting career is impressive but to me, the best thing that I ever have seen you do, to me, was mm -hmm. that George Carlin reading that bit as Christopher Walken. Oh, Fucking thank you, man. The most... I, a lot of people have enjoyed that over the years. I'm, I'm very grateful. Yeah, because you just like took the skull and fucked it. You were like, <laughs> everybody else was like trying to do something, and you were just like, okay, I'm going to do something, but I'm going to take it to the next level that you can't even come near, you know? Oh, my man, thank <laughs> you. Know? you. I, I, I received that acknowledgement. I, I will say that I went into that with the the, the, the basic awareness uh, of how I go into anything professionally, which is you, you want to nail this as, as much as you can. That was it. There was no other, there was no other thought about it. And I rehearsed that probably maybe at least once a day for 
probably six weeks before and maybe more than once a day. I, I think it was about six weeks doing it every day wow. and wow. Or, or twice a day because I, I was the first at that time I had not had a great deal of experience in the, in the professional forum, stand up comedy. Right. And I thought this has to be great. This has to be great. And when I was first, I'll, I'll give you uh, some inside track on the preparation for this too. That nods yeah, to no, my brother. I, I'm, who was a- I'm appreciating this. This is like deep. This is, I like this. You'll love, you'll love this part of it too, because it, it, when we're talking about being your best and, and, and going at it completely, I was encouraged to do that by my brother, Patrick. Mm. I was prepared because I, I have a I have a number of different voices that I do. Right. And walking was one of them that I wasn't actually even thinking I would do for that event. I was thinking I was going to do Nicholson doing Carlin. Oh, so, and I was prepping Nicholson doing Carlin, and I did a little bit of it for my brother, and he said, yeah, I, I like it, but why aren't you doing walking? Oh, and, shit. And I, I, and, I, and I thought at first, well, shoot, what's wrong with this? Why is he, why is he getting down on this? Because I'm a Leo, you know, and we can have a, a thin skin. But I got <laughs> over that very quickly, yeah. and I realized the man's telling you something that's very wise. Right. And my brother, he 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 uses language that's very direct and 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 wonderful in a way that I appreciate very much because it comes right from the hip. And he said, you know, throw your best pitch, right? Mm. And that's all he needed to say for me to know that you know what, man. I am not actually fully stepping into this thing right now because if I really were to look at how Walken would be in this and how Nicholson is, Walken's the better choice. Oh, yeah. And and Patrick was the one who gave me the inspiration to do that. And when I think back on it, I don't think Nicholson would have even come close to right. what happened on that day. No. And my brother was the one who, who gave me that nudge. Oh, yeah, and dude, you had Jim Brewer, who I know, and he's one of my favorite comedians, and he's also, like, best friends with Rich Aronovich, who I'm going to be doing comedy and shit with, but if you yeah. have Jim Brewer laughing, like, the way you did, like, you I had know, him man. laughing, like, people, his whole shtick is everyone thinks he's stoned, and he's only smoked weed once with Dave Chappelle by accident <laughs> on Half-Baked. Oh, my goodness, by accident, like a politician. Well, no, well, no uh, they had the prop weed, which wasn't real, but Dave Chappelle snuck in real shit and had him smoking it. And oh, that's a high. real story? Yes, real story, yes. And he had not experienced marijuana before? Never. Oh, my God. Wow. So then they drove to the store, and then he told them after he was high as hell, because he, like, he was like, oh, man, that's I don't funny. feel well. But you had him laughing like, <laughs> like I laughing. Know, man. He and does not Pete laugh Corielli. like that. Yeah, Pete. Oh, yeah. But Jim, like laughing like that. Yeah. If you can get him to laugh like that, you are fucking killing the room. You know. Oh man, it, I I I loved doing that. I I love that I did it, and it, it it remains something for me that people go to and 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 find and right. look at again. My mom. And that's not necessarily impressive because, you know, your mom is going to, you know, support anything and everything, at least a good mom. <laughs> and, and my mom go, but my mom goes back to that 
periodically because she loves it so much. And she goes back more than on, on she would ordinarily with other things. And something else about that that was very special to me linked to how your career pursuing what you love can enhance the lives of others and bring peace and happiness to others too. A dear friend of mine, Mark Ciociola, who was actually at the Daniel Street show. Oh, I shit. don't know if you met all my friends there, but did you, do you remember a, a name, Mark Ciociola from that show? Sounds familiar. Sounds familiar. Okay, you, I may have introduced you because yeah. he was, he was there with some other, some other Fairfield prep alums. And his brother recently made the transition onto the next plane via mm. a brain tumor, and he was in a lot of pain, and he was suffering, and it was it was difficult for everyone involved and extremely difficult for Tony, his brother. And his brother wanted Mark to stay in touch with guys like me, and he would say, hey, what's going on with McLone? Are you staying in touch with McLone? And so Mark actually called me one day when he was at the hospital with Tony mm. and he wanted me to know that they had watched my Carlin walking and that Tony was laughing and that he mm. hadn't been laughing in so long. And right. then I got on the phone with Mark and I got on the phone with Tony and I was, I was getting into bits about Mark and how he's humping the ventilator and, gotta stop Mark from humping the ventilator. and Tony, we got to get him under control over there, man. We got to heal you. And this guy's, this guy's, this guy's raping the ventilator. He's a problem. <laughs> So I, I'm, they're laughing, Tony's laughing, and Mark is, it, Mark's writing me a message the next day. He said, my brother, man, I got to say you made whatever it is, the month, the week, the year. And, you know, that's what happens when you, that's what can happen right. when you pursue your dreams. People are going to benefit from it. And sometimes you know how they benefit and sometimes you don't. Right. But there are people like you who have benefited from me. And I don't know that they did. I, I would love to know at any time, but it's the, the point isn't necessarily you knowing, but that you being that example and doing what you love can only create more goodness. And right. Right. I was so honored about that. that and is, Tony, what a beauty. What oh, a beauty. Yeah. That that is amazing. That is yeah, it was fun. amazing. So now, fun. So, yeah, go ahead. So now uh you what are you working on now? Like I've seen uh you you've been doing Kenny the Gun, that's a little series on YouTube, correct? Well that that was there. It's it's now inactive. Okay. I've 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 hidden the channel. It's not it's not gone altogether. Okay. But I've hidden it because the the iteration of the show that 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 series came from, the the webisode series came from has changed form mm. and there's there's a new long form scripted series that we're pursuing for sale now and i didn't want there to be any confusion because the previous one was linked to the previous iteration of the show and now there's a new iteration of the show that we're pursuing as i say the sale of so that's why that's down now mm. and that also answers your question that is one of the things that's in the lead for what I'm pursuing currently. It's a it's a dramatic comedic series, very hard hitting, right? Irish Catholic New York, and I'm delighted. I can't speak more currently about it because I'm keeping it pretty close to the vest. Gotcha. Though 
Kenny, it's basically Kenny further along his path. So you're aware of him up to a certain extent. Right. You, Davey Love. Yes. And so this is just about six years on from there and it is on fire man i oh, love it fish. i say that with no arrogance i'm i'm i just know that what i've created is something that's that's wonderful and powerful and i'm looking forward to the world getting to know it i i can't wait i'm excited and you and Thank don't you, ever man. say don't ever say you're arrogant you're probably the least arrogant actor or person that i know i wasn't you know saying I, mean? I was arrogant i just wanted i wanted to make the thank you for saying that yeah. but I, I wanted to make the disclaimer that this is not coming from a place of arrogance because sometimes people can misinterpret what you say my self-love is is connected to my desire for other people to right. love themselves and love other people all it's always connected there but because people can can it misinterpret things or interpret them differently? I always want to be careful to make the statements when I feel it's necessary. No less, I appreciate your compliment and 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 looking forward to you seeing this. Oh yeah, wonderful. I'm, I'm excited. Very cool. And there are also some other things uh, for the screen too that I'm I'm pursuing too. And in, in in my time in Los Angeles since I moved out here, it's been extremely fertile creatively in the literary area. Mm. I, I wrote a book and I've written some features and there's also the gun, of course. And I am delighted to be pursuing the furtherance of all of them. And it's, and, and along the way I am looking forward to being on screen again in film and TV. I don't know exactly what the next project or projects will be, but actively pursuing that as well. So what's going on with music? Are you? Uh... I'm glad you asked, Laura. You <laughs> telepathic being. Hey. I am performing. Actually, I I I would love you guys to be in Los Angeles. I know it's not possible, but I am performing at the Mint in Los Angeles on August 26th. Very cool. Very yeah, cool. I'm very excited about it. And there are a, a host of unreleased recordings too that I will be looking forward to releasing in one form or another going forward, probably on a schedule of linking it up to uh, the release of a movie or the broadcast of a show, et cetera, so that all engines are firing at once. So is this performance going to be full band or just acoustic? Yes, full band. Oh, very cool. And is it going to be recorded? Are we going to be able it, to see it? It may be. Is it, it going to be live be. streamed? It, yeah. Oh, live might be live streamed. That'd I don't cool. know. That would be uh, that would that would be cool. I I you... don't know if it is going to be live streamed. I can let you know about that. I for some reason I feel like that's not what goes on at the mint. Though mm. what I do know from previous performances there is that they they did record artists and you could buy the recording from them if you wished right so if their setup is still the same there will be a recording of it and i love to have those things if only just for the archive and i will have a i will probably have some recording of this in in some way if their setup has not changed mm. that would be awesome you're gonna have to in which event i can share it with the people who you know like you are still stateside and didn't get to see it or hear it Right, right. You'll have to come to New York and perform. Yes. Oh, that that'll that'll happen definitely. Looking forward to it, man. 
And then, then, then yeah. you should do an impression. See, I got like I, while you guys were talking about music, I just had this comedic thought in my head. You guys doing like you look dressed like Kenny Rogers and her like uh, Do- uh, Dolly Parton and doing Islands in the Stream. That would be fucking hilarious. <laughs> oh my goodness! Or Dolly and Walking. Oh, oh yes, God. that would be amazing. <laughs> Dolly, Dolly, the Islands in the Stream. I I know that sometimes you feel like you're not an island, but Dolly, you're an island. <laughs> Look at yourself, Dolly, and just be courageous. You're buxom blonde, you. You got mountains to climb. And I think you know what I mean, Dolly. You're an island in the stream. <laughs> I would love to do that. <laughs> that would and do you know, actually, Christopher Walken does sing. Yeah, he does. does. He really? He does. Yeah, he actually has a song and dance background. Oh Before he ever became the cinematic icon and giant that he is, he was a song and dance man. Yep, he was. He was I think his mom was a vaudeville performer, wasn't she? Yeah, and I think he Yeah, lives- he would go to the shows and... And he was raised in it. He was raised in, in Cabaret, I think. Yeah, he lives in Connecticut, too, now, I think. Mm. I, um, I think there was a video of him a couple years ago. They did this spoof video of, like, go, cooking with Walken. And it was, they went to, like, Stu Leonard's in Norwalk and picked up, like, some food. And Walken was typical Walken, like, didn't know how he was cooking. But he was dancing around in the kitchen and stuff and saying, you oh, got to do this move. And, and him it. in the grocery store. Him anywhere. Oh. But in the grocery store, <laughs> it's just, it looks like a good melon. It really does. Scott, would you do me a favor and just pick up the melon? Give it a good squeeze. Scott. <laughs> You're not squeezing hot enough. Be a man, Scott. And I'm telling you, Scott, I'm going to get very angry very fast if you don't stop squeezing that melon. <laughs> Laura had a whole bunch of questions to ask, and I don't think she can even ask them. I now. can't. I'm, oh no! I want. I want. Let's let's go. Let's go. I want. I want to satisfy all questions. Oh my gosh. Um. So what do you prefer, music or acting, or is it too hard, or is it just kind of like, it depends on the mood, is it too different frame of mind, heart sets? What you, what you just said is, is, is close to the, the fullest answer. They're so different, and they feed me in such unique ways, you can't really compare, and they don't, they don't compete, they, right. they complement, they one is in inscrutable ways helping the other i i'm not always sure how and sometimes i'm 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 not sure in any way how right. though i'm sure that my songwriting is sharpening something else in my acting and my writing my prose my poetry etc right. and and i feel like they're all always with me I feel like I'm always on some level unconsciously operating as a songwriter, an actor, a writer. I'll find myself at the at the grocery store. The the comedy is a good example of that, too, is where you're looking at people and you just automatically start thinking about a bit because this woman is stuffing this bag (laughs) at the grocery store with neurotic 
intensity right. and you're wondering what's generating that energy, et cetera. And then you start thinking about uh, a bit and there's actually a, a video that I think both of you would enjoy that I released under the title Madman Michael McClone, which is a, a series of videos that I will be actually making more of. Okay. And the, the first one that I put out was similar to what I just described, right. where I was walking to the grocery store and I had this thought that people hate me. Everyone hates me in the grocery store. Everyone in this grocery store hates me. Right. So I decided to do a video about it, and I think I think you would enjoy it. So <laughs> all of these things are, are happening, and in, in, on another day, you know, it's I want to get uh, a book going. I want to start a right. short story. I want to. So it's and then it's also a practical consideration as well. If I'm on a set, something happens to me where creating musically isn't as functional there's right, there's just right. something i don't exactly know why but when i'm on a set i i think it's probably because i i function in a way that is very directed so i know that i'm there to do a given job and i don't want to diffuse that right. i think that's how i unconsciously protect myself from losing focus on on that just as when i'm making a record i i'm not necessarily doing other things too. Right. So, yeah, I, but I love them all. I love them all. Absolutely. So life kind of inspires your comedy and life will inspire your songwriting. Kind of you pull. Yeah. I'll tell you, I, I life and also my imagination. Yeah, I, yeah. It, it's my, sometimes a bit will come from me just having a thought right. or, or actually me seeing how I'm, conducting myself alone in my study and i'm thinking that's kind of weird maybe that'd be a good bit wow you're a weirdo man and, and then i'll i'll think i'm then i'll you know you try to blow that up to make it funny and so it's it's and then there are other times where you you don't need to have the experience there are people who have have had this debate about well you have to have the experience to create it effectively and i don't agree with that right. and my my experience is that sometimes when i have the experience i'm not even that interested in creating about it and then there are other times when i don't have the experience and i'm so interested in creating about it for that very reason because i want to have the experience right. so right. there's a song of mine called up bombay and i introduce it or i have introduced it in the past in saying that i don't want to give you the wrong idea i've never been to bombay but i want to go right. and right. i had this thought about a guy in bombay whose woman had left him who while he's in bombay decides that she wants to give it another shot so that's where the song came from gotcha. and it's a it's a song actually that the bassist in the band requested for this show when i was getting ready when i was marshalling the guys for the show i asked them i said hey of the mclone repertoire i want to know what turns you on most and what you would prefer to play at the show and one of his was up bombay he said up bombay ballerina which and they are both in the show now mm. and so that's a that's a good example of never having been in a situation that you create about. And C.S. Lewis actually was in my camp about those things, too. And there's some famous quote, or maybe it's just a bit of dialogue from the movie Shadowlands, where he's talking to someone and 
they were coming from the perspective of you always have to have the experience. And then they they actually disarmed their own argument because they talked about how effectively they could describe a garden. Right. And he said, yes, and you, but you've never had the experience. And it's just this beautiful thing. We're given this imagination and it's a, it's a beautiful, beautiful blessing. So it operates on a, on a bunch of different planes and I'm, I'm delighted to, to explore them all. That is beautiful. <laughs> sometimes, Thank you. sometimes the process is what it's yeah. all about. The process of learning something is actually the journey is more important than the destination. Well said, man. And I'll tell you, I have a bunch of stuff that no one will ever see if I have anything to do uh, with it that uh, attest to that. Right. Because not everything is the is the award winner. Mm. Uh, many things are very far right. from the award winner. And you need those two. And being someone who is so perfectionistic, that's something that in an unfolding way – I sometimes need reminders about because I want it to be the award winner at every opportunity. And there are times when I have to see that, you know what, that song that doesn't necessarily feel like it's great is necessary for the great song that will come at some other time. Right. And you're not here to, to be perfect but to know that on some fundamental level, everything is already perfect and everything you're expressing is in connection to that. And it sounds like a paradox, but when you're deep in the creative process, I believe you understand that every failure is a success and every success is a failure and it's all one. Right. It's all right. absolutely one. And I'll tell you the times where I've been broken and, and I'm talking personally and professionally, are indispensable to me. They're absolutely indispensable to me. Mm. Our vulnerability and our humility mm. and the forced humility that sometimes we Leos need because we can be so, you know, full of, of, of pride and the desire to present in a way that's strong that we need to be brought to our knees at times to acknowledge that, whoa, man, yeah, you got to just acknowledge you, you got knocked out. Right. And Looking at that, looking at the crack in me and the cracks in me has given me indispensable currency to continue to create in a way that not only helps me, but helps other people. Because there are a lot of people struggling with, as we were joking about before, shame and guilt. Right. Not just about adult things, but other things where someone's ashamed because they write a poem. Someone's ashamed because they come from a background where that's considered you know, not masculine or whatever, right. whatever number of different translations of this less than thinking it comes from and where you can show people that, Hey, it's, it's okay to, to do these things. It's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to feel that way. It's okay to, as I say before, as I said before, as long as no one is getting hurt, I don't know why anyone well, I do know why. Actually, they want to judge others. But I, I, <laughs> I, I want them to stop judging others because I want them to get with this that as long as other people are not vitally getting hurt, there's there's no or hurt at all. Right. There's there's nothing wrong with someone pursuing what brings them peace and happiness right. mm. and sexuality for so many people. Is, is, there's so many hangups. And I've had them. You know, yeah. I 
I, I've been liberated from a bunch of them, thank goodness. And so I understand both sides, which is which is invaluable to me because the severe judgment when I was saying before that I don't understand why. And then I corrected and I said, no, I do understand why, because I've been that judge right. of myself and of other people. Right. And I understand where that comes from. It comes from shame. It comes from the inability to access the fact that, hey, it's all basically OK if nobody's getting hurt and you're and you're loving other people. It's all cool. When you were talking, getting back, when you were talking about the creative process and you have stuff where you hold on to it because you think it's award worthy and you want it to be award worthy, mostly this is one thing I'll find that this is a mind fuck what I'm about to tell you. But <clears throat> what you think is award worthy to you might be award worthy to everybody else. And that's the whole conundrum. Like, think about mm. artists when their paintings come out after they die where they thought were pieces of shit, and then they find them out <laughs> later. I had uh, that experience, too, yeah. You know, like that. And then, like, Prince, like his music, or, like, Bob Marley, those unearthed tracks, and you're like, what? This guy thought this shit sucks, and it's fucking amazing. It's right. brilliant, you know? And that's yeah, the whole that's a thing. great point, man. That that's becomes, like, with the, with the self-doubt within ourselves that we want to be perfectionists. And it's a hard not to, like, release that creative process out to the world to make it available for everyone else to to present you don't feel solid enough yourself to give it and i've been there i know that you know with the stand-up comedy i'm like oh you know i don't want to do this or or acting or anything like that and i know laura does with the photography yeah. that's one of those things that also drives us but it also cripples us and you have to find the healthy balance in between which is definitely tough. yeah balance is so important in in everything and I'll tell you, man, it operates on both planes. Right. There are artists who know when they nailed it, and it's absolutely valid that that's true. Right. And then there are times when, like you're saying, they think they didn't nail it, but yet there's currency there for someone else, and someone else loves it. And someone else could also love it because they didn't nail it. Right. Because Elvis is such a hero to them, and hearing him actually sing off pitch makes them feel a little more encouraged about the fact that, oh my goodness, a god didn't hit the note? Right. right. And then suddenly they feel a little more reassured about what they consider a failure in their singing, and, they, and it, it encourages them. Yeah. And not that they're getting down on anybody, but it's that, hey, we're all dealing with this on, on, on varying levels. And there's also the question of personal taste, man. Yeah, There are exactly. times when I, I create something and then I realize it's just not my preference, man. Right. But someone else listens to it and they think, oh, I love it. I mean, sexuality is a great example of that. Yeah. There oh, are yeah. people who yeah. want other people to take a dump on their face. <laughs> it happens. The they want that. In, now, Cleveland, me, in Cleveland, definitely. <laughs> maybe detroit too I, I will tell you this man that I, I i acknowledge that and i'm thinking oh my goodness i can't i can't want that myself but i have to acknowledge that somebody is getting turned on by this thing that i find so problematic frankly not problematic in a, in a in a judgmental way toward them but i would find it problematic if someone were taking a dump on my face oh i totally that would, would be a problem Same. for me yeah i yeah. totally would i would <laughs> struggle i would struggle to feel like that was a pleasant experience <laughs> i and yet i could and yet there are other people who that's exactly what they want to happen to them right, right. i couldn't judge them 
I just want to know how they figured out they were into that. Was that an accident? <laughs> you know, like you know, that's a that's a soldier. That is that's a courageous soldier. Did someone just be like, oh man, you know, I think I want to get shit in the face. You know, <laughs> yeah, like right. all like those dumb sayings, like fuck the dog. You know, uh, shit hits the fan. Like where did that come from? You know, like right. someone and had to like saying, do yeah. it. <laughs> And well, we're saying that, you know, it comes from imagination and it comes from experience, too. Yeah. There may have been someone who it, they just by happenstance, if this ever happened by happenstance, someone, you know, emptied their bowels on their face. and realized, <laughs> Hey, that's, that's kind of great. <laughs> I, I think it's probably more likely they were laying up in bed. And as I said before, sometimes the creation comes from imagination and they're just looking at the ceiling and suddenly it just comes to them like a bolt from beyond. If I were looking at a big load coming out of someone's anus hole down on my face, I would love that. That would be great. And then they realize that there are people online who want to do that for them. Maybe they saw Penny Barber's uh, clips or right. something like that. Yeah. And they were there like, could have been something there. They did. I didn't I actually didn't Twing. hear the the entire piece, but what was there a scatology involved with that as well? Was was there was there also that plane with she, the with the Penny Barber diaper thing or was it just urine? I asked her about that and she said she prefers just urine. So we didn't get yeah, I didn't yeah. want to go into that. She was yeah, getting, she go, was yeah. ready to go. Again, yeah. She's she's non fecal. Yeah. She's non fecal diaper use. Well when Laura opened that box, she didn't realize that all the light was gonna be turned on her and then she actually asked her, Well, what kind of videos turn you on if I was gonna make and a I was video? Like, uh... And Laura didn't know what to say and she goes, Well, I'll tell you one woman told me she likes to be fisted by like three guys while one other guy like plays basketball and like all this other weird <laughs> shit and we're like oh whoa so wait 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 this was laura's answer no no, <laughs> no, no laura no, didn't no. say anything she was saying this was an example oh, laura so she clutched up laura, yeah and laura jumped clutched on up. it and said she okay, got right. me yeah. oh yeah, yeah yeah i was speechless I, you, yeah. <laughs> I said normally we interview people and then you can turn the light on them and then they'll like back out but this one it was totally reversed and like you were saying with the creative thing I thought it was a shit show the interview and I was telling Laura I was like it was fun I had a great time but I don't think this is going to go anywhere <laughs> next thing you know avn.com the avn wards right. are sharing it like go on this show these guys are great and blah 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 and Describe oh, the whole man, interview. That's gonna, I think that's, that's going to be great for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not not the crowning achievement that we wanted, but... Yeah. But hey, we'll take well, it. <laughs> we'll take it. <laughs> but you, you, but you, you actually, you seem to... You seem to inhabit the adult world pretty easily, man. And it seems like something that would be good for the show. Is that accurate? Well, yeah, I guess I, I identify a lot with them because they get judged a lot. I kind of yeah. identify with people that get judged a lot and perceived in a certain way and then mm -hmm. realize that they aren't that way. And right. I like to dive deep and find out who they are on the other mm -hmm. side. With right. Penny, it did not happen that way. <laughs> she shut the guard up on me and just turned the whole porn world in our face. Yeah. And that's what it happened. And right. it was great, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so are you going to actually now be more open to having adult stars as guests and other such things for the show? Uh, I think so. I think so. Good. Yeah, I'm gonna, it's going to be more I'm going to I'm going to do a little more research before I like <laughs> say okay and have this person on next time, you know? <laughs> Even though it was such a success finally, you still feel like you should protect yourself from from that? Well, I kind of like I kind of have a formula where I try to like have an actor, a comedian, 
Um, oh, I see. So you want you want the lineup to be diverse? Yeah, I want it to be diverse. Like I don't want it to be all adult film stars because then that's what everyone will pigeonhole me into, and then that's yeah, that's sure. I felt repercussions for that in my career for that. Sure, for that sounds wise, man. Absolutely, porn yeah. stars, you know. And I would tell them like, uh, "Did you listen to my interview with Alexis Fox? We were talking about gardening and how she like <laughs> harvests her coffee and how she hosted the first." Uh, 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 show at like in LA for weed where they had all weed comics bands and art and they were doing that right when they legalized weed in mm-hmm. uh, in California she was the first one to do it so it was, mm-hmm. it was stuff like that I like to find out that kind of stuff you know like what I'll you're tell doing you different. man I love when I find out about that kind of that kind of thing from from anybody yeah right. there is something especially poignant when it's such a dramatic difference from what you've experienced and an adult star provides you that stark difference because you've seen them in these in these scenarios that are just so intense and so sexual and then to hear them talk in a way that is more ordinary and more relatable to to the day-to-day yeah frankly i i'm i'm more susceptible to get a crush on somebody from listening to that Mm-hmm. Than right. I am actually from the hypersexual stuff. Right. right. That that that's what that's what I like doing now because this is in the podcast form. Because when the radio show, you could let it go off the rails a little bit, and then you'd be like, "All right, thanks." You know, check them out at pennybarber.com. We're gonna go into Michael McGlone's new song, "Hero," and all right, modern pop <laughs> show, yeah, boom, and that's it. But when you're on a podcast, it's like, "Yo, you're locked up. You can't be like, all right, we're gonna go into a new song." We're like, "Fuck, we're here." You know, like uh, right, can't run right. anywhere. So. Got it. Yeah. Unless you were going to wrap it up completely, which you weren't ready to do. Yeah. No. Not with diapers present. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> that was literally too much on the table. Yeah. Yeah. There was a lot of information leaks, and oh, we were yeah. wrapping those oh, up with the diapers. so good. Now, uh, back to Laura. Did we satisfy all of your questions? Yes. Yes. I was, okay, you good. know, I'm just like you know getting to know more about your career i just i was just blown away that how multi-talented you are because you know you see i mean your face is like everywhere you know you're so recognizable and and you you do all these different things like singing and and i think dave even mentioned something about yoga and you know you're very Mm. positive with your self-talk and self-awareness and that's so inspiring you know it's just you, you know just dynamic and just oh, very impressive. Thank you so much. Very impressive. I, I think we also share an affinity for fitness. I know. Yes. I know. Davey got where he got physically through a pretty rigorous routine, yeah. and it seems as if you're daily working out. Oh more yeah. Or, oh yeah. Or close. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I love. You know. It's it's that gift of to yourself that like kind of you know the boot camp workout where it's torture for an hour but it's it's your hour and it's you getting through this and and being you know positive and it's your time and if you could get through that you can get through anything so indeed indeed i had a i posted a video not too long ago that was featuring me boxing and the one of the it wasn't the title of it, but a quotation that I put on the video was if you wanted to quit during your workout, you were doing it right. 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 If you didn't quit, you were doing it right. Yep. And that's what anyone who takes a boot camp and doesn't quit knows. And it's where the, it's where the, the benefits come, 
You know, if you do the status quo, you get the status quo, period. It's that simple. It's a scientific equation. Right. See, I was doing that, Michael, with the food. I didn't give up, and I did not quit, and I was eating the food. And th- so <laughs> yeah. that, that I got the results, you know, and now yeah, I, you, you, you I got, had to reverse you, you it. You got you know? what you wanted out of your fat slob, <laughs> disgusting slob life. Exactly. You I said, did. you know what? I'm going I'm to go after this Twinkie like I'm a starving lion on – the African plains, and here's a limping impala. And you made a disgrace <laughs> of yourself with numerous hostess oh, yeah. treats. And you got the results, man. You were a plumber's butt, raging fat pig. Oh, and I totally was. I totally so was. It's, it's great. It's just wonderful. So I'm happy for you. I'm thank happy you. you had that. Thank you. And I want to thank you for... Uh, joining us and doing the interview tonight and catching up and uh oh my man what a pleasure i i i'm so happy that things are taking off for both of you i'm sure that's only going to continue to ascend upward and onward and you're both delightful beautiful people and i thank you so much for spending time with me today Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And when when you're, you're so welcome. When you're in the area we would love to have you in studio here. Oh, that would be great. Yes, if yes. I yeah, if there's if there's space in a, a New York trip for me to pop out to Connecticut, I would love to do that. Oh yeah, That'd definitely. And if you can't, then we'll just come to New York. Laura's in New York anyway, yeah. so I'll just hop on a train and come up. Oh, yeah. cool. So now are you are you talking about a podcast thing or a or a personal visit? Uh, what, whatever, you know, like, well, if you okay. want to do the podcast, yeah, we would love that. Like, definitely, that would be awesome. But we, if you can't make it to Connecticut and you're in New York and like, I would love we'll to come see to you the on city. any level. Yeah, Great, definitely. Man. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Fabulous. All right. Well, thank you both so much and have the most wonderful day. Have you worked out today? Either one of you? Uh, I got out of bed. Yeah, it was a big workout for you. Great, awesome. It was. It, it was totally. Yeah, you got you crunched those abs, man. Pulling yourself up off that pillow. Nice work, Laura. No, now. I... Yes, yes. What I did you do? Out. Did you do one of your boot camps? Yeah, I do it from cool. home, so it's uh, it's convenient. crushed it as usual. I'm sure. Delightful. Yes. Well, have the most wonderful night, and thank you again. Thank you, welcome. Thank you. You too. Have a good night, man. All right, that was awesome. Uh, couple couple weeks, we have Sonia and Kanta coming on. Cool, cool. Um, next week, I don't know yet who we're gonna have. Ooh, surprise! We'll go out with this one here. No, actually, no, we won't. I'm gonna see if I can find uh, Michael McGlone on here. Yeah. Oh, here we go. All right, Modern Problem Show. That was a great interview. That was great. Michael McGlone. Uh, we're going to leave you with this track to end the interview. It's called Hero, and you can see him at the Mint. Um, I don't know the date yet, but we'll be promoting it for sure. Yes. Waiting on your words. Silence your only voice. Love and death, they marry each other. Simply haven't got no choice. And you're
betrayer, he was your friend. 